Tagovailoa trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one! Deep left field! That goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! <laughs> Bartolo has done it! There's only one word that comes to mind. Greatness. What is up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Red Shirt Podcast. Breaking the routine of just uh, the weekly football picks. It's the MLB offseason. I hate to say it, but Los Angeles Dodgers are the world champions of 2020. But we're on to the free agency. We're past that. So today I have a couple buddies on, and we're going to go through um, some of the biggest free agents hitting the market and give our takes on where they're going, certain possible you know, suitors, and just really everything MLB offseason. So today on, I have two recurring guests, um, that being Jacob Siegel and Noah Magrublian. And joining me today for the first time, we have Alex Miller, one of the few people who I've had on here that is actually from San Diego. So how are you guys doing? Good, thanks for having us. Yeah, good. Good to hear, good to hear. We have anything, obviously we have all our free agent, we have the free agent list ready, locked and loaded to go. Do you guys have anything specifically from this 2020 season, you know, with some of the COVID fallouts, anything you guys really want to harp on before we get into it? Uh, for me? Okay. Yeah, not too much for me. Okay, the let's same. go ahead. Um, So, we'll start off with, maybe not the best free, well... We'll start off at the catcher position, I should say. We're going to go from catcher around the horn, then we'll go finish it off with uh, pitchers, that being starters and relievers. First guy we'll go to, hot commodity, currently the best catcher in baseball. You can't really argue it, in my opinion. And that's JT Real Muto, impending free agent from the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, we'll see. Noah, you can go uh, Go ahead on this one. So, for JT Real Muto... Uh... It was kind of a tough decision, uh, but I have him going to the Mets because I ultimately think that the Mets are going to put the biggest biggest offer on him. Uh, I think Real Muto's kind of tough to project right now because some could argue he's the number one free agent on the market, but, you know, will the Phillies re-sign him? Will he go to the Mets? I just thought that ultimately the Mets will probably put the best offer on him, and I think he'll take that, and I think he's going to be a big piece of that Mets team. And I think he could put them over the edge. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, what are you thinking? Yeah, I agree. I think that with Steve Cohen at the helm, the Mets can't strike out this year, and they're going to need to be all in next year. They've had high expectations that they have not met recently since, I guess, they made the World Series, and I think it was 2015. So I think they're just going to give Real Mito an offer he can't decline, and I also, thanks, a little teaser. I have a few more players, I predict, to go to the Mets. Yeah, busy offseason for uh, Uncle Stevie. 2015 feels like forever ago. What are you thinking, Miller? Um, I think you'll also go to the Mets, too. That's so, for sure. So, for me, I'm actually not going to the Mets, and here's why this will maybe be a precursor to some other spots, is Romuto, obviously, the... The New York Mets are in a position that they can offer just about anyone. JT Romuto you know, fills a position of need, but I don't quite think that's where they're going to allocate their money. We're going to talk about the next free agent catcher, which I will have going to the Mets. For JT Real Muto, I really liked the thought of the Cardinals, but 
Assuming the Cardinals continue on with Yadier Molina, it won't happen. So I'm ultimately saying he's going back to the Phillies. I don't love it, but I don't find any other great fits. And what I'm thinking for the Mets, it wouldn't make as much sense for Real Muto to go to the Mets. Although, again, I would not be surprised. Um, so, I mean, I alluded to it. Next guy, we have James McCann, um, also catcher, impending from the White Sox. We'll, we'll go the other way. Miller, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think you'll find a good backup role. I really don't know with this guy. I, I don't know much about this guy, honestly. Uh, what do you think in Siegel? Um, I think he's going back to the White Sox. I think they like him with Grandall. Um, I believe he's the one who caught Julito's uh, no-hitter. You can correct me on that if I'm wrong. Couldn't couldn't I, call that on you. <laughs> yeah, but I think just the camaraderie's there, and they're going to try and do the platoon thing at catcher with two solid options. And if one gets hurt, as we know, catchers can tend to get hurt. They still have a viable starter there. Yep. Uh, Noah? So I like James McCann going to Philly to be the replacement of JT Rumuto. Uh, I think that the Phillies are probably going to let Rumuto go. Ultimately, they're going to come down to they don't want to put that much money into him. And they're going to have to look replacement. And I think McCann is the right guy probably get him somewhere around 20 to 25 million dollars maybe over like two years and i think that for the phillies that makes sense and i think they'll definitely throw an offer at him if they don't retain jt rubuto so i have him going to the phillies yeah i could i could definitely see all of the above i like mccann to the mets because like noah said the catching position it's a it's weird you don't see guys like jt Romuto. he can do it with the bat he's great with the glove He's the total package, but the catcher position also is consistently mediocre, and James McCann has been an above-average player at the position. I think it would make a lot of, a lot more sense for some teams to target McCann. No, he's not what Ramuto is, but he's going to be significantly cheaper, um, and you don't have to make as long of a commitment. So I like McCann to the Mets. And then we'll go to first base. This one definitely of all the position. well. Corner and field position groups not quite as uh, illustrious. We'll get. We'll start off with Carlos Santana, slugger from the Cleveland Indians. Noah. Uh, so I think Carlos Santana is going to have a pretty dead market within the uh, circumstances of this year, but I ultimately see him landing in uh, Washington. I think that the Nationals are going to be able to get the right deal on him. I think he he fits the bill for a National pretty well. I think they could probably get him on a pretty team-friendly deal and pretty high upside. I mean, Carlos Santana was very good. Had a rough year this year, but he could definitely bounce back, and I think the Nationals are going to look at him and say, we want to take a chance on him. So I have him going to Washington. Fair enough. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I've been going to the Brewers. I don't have a great feel on this one, but I think for me it's pretty clear the type of first baseman the Brewers covet between having Jesus Aguilar and then Dan Vogel back. I think they just want to master there, someone who has pop, and not necessarily uh, the greatest fielder. So I think Santana makes sense there. Maybe with Vogel back, one of them can play DH also. Yeah. If the DH stays in the NL. Yeah, I really, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but I don't understand why they'd revert back. I loved the DH this year, but nonetheless. Uh, Miller, how about you? Um, I have him going to the Nationals, too, um, for two years. I think he'd be a great fit, just adding a lot of big bat to that lineup. 
Yeah, so I have Santana. I actually have him going to the Rockies. The Rockies aren't typically much spenders, but this isn't going to be a big money um, commitment. I kind of like them taking a flyer on him, see if he can have some success at course, and possibly flip him back for some assets. Because the Rockies, I don't... You know, a guy like Santana's not putting them over the edge for contention. The Rockies really aren't an incredible team. But I think Santana could put up some pretty big numbers in Colorado. They can use them for a little bit and flip them for some more value. But next we got a similar profile guy traded to the Padres midseason. He had his option declined. Mitch Moreland, another power hitting first baseman. Miller, how about you? Um, he's going to have a pretty quiet market. I honestly, I don't even know, honestly. I keep... I feel like he'd be a good fit with the Brewers. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I don't know. I have even less of a feel on Moreland. I kind of thought he would stay with the Padres, but now that they declined his option, I'll just have him going to the Indians to take Santana's spot there. Noah? I like Mitch Moreland to Colorado. I think that, you know... They could be in the market like Santana, for Santana, like you said, but I think they're going to probably go a little cheaper with Moreland, and I think it makes sense because he isn't going to cost them much money, and for a team that's probably rebuilding, he's just kind of a guy that's going to be there, veteran presence. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we're all kind of in similar realms. Noah, you and I have it flipped. I have Santana to the Rockies. I have Mitch Moreland to the Brewers for similar reasons. Jacob described Santana to the Brewers. These are guys that you can't imagine are going to have robust markets. The Padres declined a $3 million option on Moreland, probably, you know, partially because the uncertainty of the DH, but it just speaks to how little value these kind of guys are going to have on the market. Next, we have the second base position. Uh, we'll start it off with... Impending free agent from the New York Yankees, DJ LeMahieu. Uh, Noah? Uh, I've got DJ going back to the Yankees. I don't see too many suitors for him. Uh, well, he'll have a market, but I don't see any many realistic suitors. I, I guess the Blue Jays, but it wouldn't, in my eyes, make sense for the Blue Jays to go for him. I really think the Yankees just take him back. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I have to agree with that. I just I don't think he's expendable for the Yankees right now with Glaber's injury issues and just how steady he's been for them. And then, as always, the Evil Empire can give anyone as much money as they want, so I think they'll hold on to him. Miller? Yeah, he'll go back to the Yankees. They cannot let a bat like that just walk away when they need him in their lineup. Yeah, I don't really... I think it makes sense both sides of the Yankees. He, you said it. He's not expendable. He's been... Frankly, their best player over the last two seasons, really. So, for the Yankees, it makes sense. And honestly, for LeMahieu, it makes sense. He has a good thing going. And I'm not saying all of it's because of Yankee Stadium, but he definitely enjoys hitting those short porch home runs. So, I don't really see a reason for LeMahieu to leave. So, I also have him going back to the Bronx. Next, uh, we have glove extraordinaire Colton Wong from St. Louis. Uh, Miller, go ahead. Yes, now, this is a very tricky one. I honestly, this kind of affects, because even the Angels, I haven't gone to the Angels, but that totally depends now with the news that Lindor is on the trade block. So they're going to end up signing either Wong, 
um, Gregorius or make a trade for Lindor. But in reality, I either see Juan going to the Angels or the Blue Jays. Yep, Jacob. Yeah, I actually have Juan going to uh, my Giants. I think it makes sense as a defense first left-handed bat to pair with Silver Slugger Award winner Donovan Solano. Donnie Baseball, um, the real one. Yeah, and then there's a few connections that Wong has to the Giants. He is from Hawaii, I believe, and the Giants bench coach Kai Correa also is. And then this past season, um, I think at the alternate site most of the year, the way it turned out, the Giants had Colton's brother on the team. So I think he has a better sense of the organization, especially as he's been with the Cardinals forever. So he'll feel comfortable at least a little bit going into San Francisco. Yeah. No. I like Colton Wong to my Angels. I think the Angels are going to be looking for a middle infielder. And there's big question marks in that organization right now. You've got, you don't even have a GM. So it's, it's kind of hard to forecast what the Angels will do. But I think that they're going to look at Colton Wong as a guy who can play second base for two to three years, maybe that kind of contract. Elite defense, he can get it by with his hitting. I think that the Angels are going to look at Wong, and they'll probably give him what he wants. They'll sign him. Yeah, Colton Wong, it's hard to project, and I definitely could see him going back to St. Louis, but I like him to the Angels. The Angels have a weird little niche for utility guys. Um, They added Luis Renhifo, or they've had Luis Renhifo. They traded for Franklin Barreto. But none of, I mean, Colton Wong, you know what you're getting from him. You're getting a consistent glove. You know, the bat's not incredible, but when you have that caliber defense, it pays for himself. You move David Fletcher to shortstop. I like that tandem up the middle for Anaheim. It'll be interesting, though. Colton Wong's definitely one that I could see him going to a variety of places because, no, he doesn't hit great, but that kind of glove will bring a pretty decent market. Yeah, for me, looking through the teams for Wong, just I did this when he had his option declined. I went through and I was like, well, none of these teams really need Wong's type of player. And I was like, there isn't really a real fit. Then I went back and looked again. I'm like, well, every team could use this kind of player. Yeah. So that just makes him super interesting. And I'm super interested to see what what size contract he gets this year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, regardless of where he goes, I'm very intrigued to see the kind of contract he gets next we have former angel uh finish the rest of the season with the oakland a's tommy Lastella. jacob you've been sandwiched in the middle go ahead yeah i have Lastella returning to the A's. they've had problems at second base since i guess jed lowry and i think those problems will continue if they keep trying to plug in a tony Kemp and maybe a jerks in profile like they have been. So I think they try and hold on to Lestella, who it's pretty clear they liked if they went out and acquired him at the deadline when they only had him for half a season. Miller? Yeah, I am sticking with the A's. They need it's a good utility player and a good second baseman. And he's not expensive at all. Noah? I'm going to make a pretty bold prediction here. I think Tommy Lestella is going to go up north to Toronto. I think that Toronto is in a situation where they could possibly use a middle infielder. But Tommy Lestella, I mean, he can play the middle infield and he can play first base. 
And I've seen D.J. LeMahieu linked to the Blue Jays, but that kind of made me think, uh, if they're in the market for a middle infielder, utility man kind of guy, I think that they might go after Tommy LaStella. Because he's not going to be too expensive. And if you look at the Blue Jays, let's say they make the playoffs next year, he is a guy you want in your playoff lineup. And if he returns to the A's, that will be very good for them. But I just think that he's going to slip to the Blue Jays. It's pretty bold, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, first off, I love Tommy LaStella. Ever when he was breaking out last year, I remember I went to a couple of Angels games. So fun to watch. You love to see it. Doesn't look like he'd be much, but the guy just mashes. Um, walk, walks at a ridiculous rate in comparison to his strikeout numbers. I like him going back to the A's. I don't. I think teams will be interested, but he's not going to garner a crazy contract. And with the A's constant shuffling at second base, I think it makes sense for them to lock him down. But, I mean, the market for TLS, you can say it with all of these guys, but for him specifically, a late bloomer who's hit well, hasn't necessarily played through a whole 162-game stretch, it's hard. But I like him back to Oakland. And then I only have one third baseman on this list because, let me tell you, this third base class, it's not special. Infield class overall. Um, nothing ridiculous. But the only third baseman I have on this is Justin Turner. Miller, go ahead. Oh, one difference. Um, he's staying in SoCal. He's going to the Dodgers. He's a native there. He loves the Dodgers. And it's not like he's going to get a long contract. He's getting to that age where you just sign, like, two-year deals, one-year deals, all that stuff. So, yeah, he's definitely going to the Dodgers. Jacob? Yeah, I think he's also going to stay with the Dodgers this year. Uh, he just, I know he wasn't met and he's on a bunch of other teams, but to me, it just feels like a Dodger and a giant killing Dodger at that, like most Dodgers are right now. And another, um, to throw an extra little prediction here, Kike Hernandez has been a total giant killer, and I think he's going to go to the Twins this year to be their utility guy, platoon a little with. Luis Arise at second base. He is Arise a lefty. Kike is a righty. So there's your little bonus player, bonus prediction. Yeah, mark it down, guys. Uh, Noah, I like Turner back to the Dodgers. I I don't think there's much to it. I don't. I mean, it's why wouldn't he stay with LA? Just one World Series. I'll see. You have the whole COVID situation with him. I don't know if that will affect his market at all, but I just see him back in LA. So I think he'll probably end up going back to L.A., but I also knew that everyone would probably say that. So I'm going to throw a wrench in it. And for pretty similar reasons that Noah was talking about Listella to the Blue Jays, I have the guy who resembles the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Mr. Justin Turner, going up north for the Blue Jays. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to primarily be playing first base and DHing, And... That, fill, that leaves a whole third base for Justin Turner, and all the guy does is mash. I, I hate playing him, but he's the definition of a guy that you want on your team. You know, he's he's he hasn't consistently stayed healthy, but when he's healthy, he's just purely one of the better hitters in baseball. This is a young Blue Jays team that, again, like no saying for Tommy LaStella, he's going to be that good locker room presence, although not great locker room presence in Game 6 of the World Series. But that withstanding, he's a guy you want with a young team. He can be that veteran presence and help out those baby Blue Jays on their way up. So do I think he's ultimately going to stay with L.A.? Probably. Uh, Did I want to throw a wrench in this? Yeah. (laughs) But 
Shortstop, this is pro. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. You run the show. You get to do what you want around here. I I totally do. You're right. That's what before. Uh, I was getting bombarded for my pick of Notre Dame over Clemson. We'll see. I, we'll see. That that's all I gotta say. Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. I'll leave it at that. Next, we got the shortstop market. One of the more interesting spots, especially with the news Miller referred to it about that Francisco Lindor could possibly be traded. So that definitely will affect the market. That's not a question. But we'll start off with Marcus Simeon, A's free agent. We'll throw it. Let's see. Oh, Noah, go ahead. I've got Simeon going back to the A's. I think that he is a vital piece to that team. And uh, with Tommy departing in my predictions, I just think that they're they're going to bring Simeon back. I don't think they lose Simeon. I don't think he's going to have that big of a market. He'll definitely draw some interest from teams, but I just I, I think they're mutually on pretty good terms. I, I think he's staying in Oakland. Uh, let's see. We'll go Miller. Yes, I have this. Um, I have Marcus going to the Phillies. Gotcha, um, Jacob. Yeah, I'm sticking with the A's. Henry's. He's kind of got a career transformation there since he got traded from the White Sox. He used to be a terrible, terrible fielder. You couldn't even put out at shortstop. And now he's a pretty solid uh, shortstop. I think that has a lot to do with his trust with Bob Melvin, both Cal guys, and Melvin just throwing him out there, letting him learn. And so I think he just stays in Oakland. I don't think the A's splash the cash because that is absolutely not the A's thing. But I think they do just enough to retain him. Yeah, I have him going back to Oakland. I don't think he's just I just don't think he's gonna have that crazy of a market because his really his two thousand nineteen withstanding, he's just not a he's not a particularly great hitter. He's I mean, he's solid with the glove. I just don't think many teams are gonna be like, Oh, we really need Marcus Simeon and I he's not gonna garner a lot of money. I think it makes sense for the A's to bring him back. It won't be a break the bank kind of thing. Unfortunate for him, if he hit the market last year it would have been a pretty different story. But I like him going back to the A's. Next got the former Yankee and former Philly, possibly reunion with the Phillies or Yankees, albeit. Uh, Didi Gregorius will go. This is fun. I can like pick which one of you three go. A little rotation action. I'll go Jacob. I think he is not going to be a former Philly. I think he's still going to be a current Philly. I just think that makes too much sense. That experiment didn't really work out for the Phillies this year in terms of the team as a whole. I've never been high on the Phillies, but I think that. Didi Gregorius is a player worked out this year, so I think they'll try and retain him, and I think they'll pretty good enough offer out there to do it. Yeah, Miller? I have Didi going to the Reds. I just don't think the Phillies will resign him. I think that that's why I had Marcus going to the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, these, these guys obviously create a bit of a chain reaction. Noah? I've got Didi Gregorius going to the Reds. Um, I just, I, I think the Reds are a good fit for him. I need a middle infielder, and I don't see, I, I, I just think Didi's going to the Reds. I'm with you. I got Didi to the Reds. I think 
he, he just fits very well with the Reds. They didn't get a lot out of their shortstop position. They were expected to have a, a mashing offense last year. Didn't quite perform like expected. Didi doesn't walk at all, you know. He's not he's not a perfect shortstop, but him on a short little deal, I think he definitely fits the bill for the Reds. And my thought process on, on him not returning to Philadelphia is... The way that Philadelphia has spent their money, and yeah, keeping JT Romuto might throw a wrench in that, although I've said I'm not confident in it. They got Bryce Harper locked up. They throw, they've thrown money at Zach Wheeler. They're trying to win. I think they would be a very likely uh, suitor for Francisco Lindor. And maybe it won't end up happening, but I think I, I really think it's a possibility. So that's what really made me think about Didi going elsewhere. But DD to the Reds. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um. I feel it could happen, yeah. Especially depending on what happens with Galvis, who I know you and your sister are a big fan of. I've always liked watching him play. So, yeah. Hoping he'll yeah. still have a starting role somewhere. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, if the Phillies were to sign a lot of people, it'd be bullpen help. They had the worst ERA in bullpen this season. Yeah, the Phillies bullpen, not incredible. Obviously, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later. But historically bad. It's uh, tough to definitely tough to watch because there's nothing. I mean, it's almost routine in baseball. You watch your team up in a game. The you know they're going, they're winning it into like the eighth, ninth inning. Bullpen blows it. There's there's nothing worse than it. Life and, of an Angels fan. And yeah, I mean, life of an Angels fan. But holy heck, being being a Phillies fan this year is something different. It's uh, it's something. But last shortstop on this list, uh, Angels free agent Andrelton Simmons. Uh, Noah. I've got him going to the Empire Bronx. Uh, you know, I I think they they're gonna probably need a shortstop. With you know the questions with Glaber, I, I ultimately I think they will go for him because of his glove. He's he's awful with the bat. Um. But out of, I think the Yankees are going to get a middle infielder. And I think for the price, I know money isn't a concern for the Bronx. But um, I think when it comes full circle, I think Anderson Simmons is going to get a deal with the Yankees. They'll love his glove. And because it's the Yankees, he'll probably find a way to hit 300. Yeah, I had a couple bombs to the short porch. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I actually have been going to the Indians. I know we've been talking a lot about uh, Lindor. At this point, I do kind of think he'll get traded. And if not, I think they'll want to cover for a potential trade of him during the season. I think Simmons is someone they think they'll be able to get without mortgaging the future, without spending too much money, but will still allow them to have a chance to compete this year um, in the Central. So, uh, Miller? Bronx Bombers. He, I think he's going to fit right in next to DJ. But just hit the glove and like um like you guys said, he's not great with the bat, but the reason why he'll have a market is because of his glove. Yeah, I think the Yankees make a lot of sense because at this point he's not an everyday shortstop. He doesn't hit enough. But when you have Glaber who assuming you know, they bring back DJ, DJ will be at second, Glaber will be the primary shortstop. And Glaber has been awful with the glove. He's young. He can get better at it. But Andrelton Simmons, even if he's not the definitive best defender in baseball, he's very slick with the glove. Makes a lot of sense for him. 
to head to New York where he's not expected to do a lot. He's going to get paid for his glove, obviously. That's what most of his contribution is. He's going to get to, you know, maybe sit the first eight innings and come in for Glaber. I just, I don't really see a specific spot. Yeah, the Indians could be a possibility, but at this point, is it really fair for any of us to predict the Indians to take on any form of money that, you know, that remains to be seen. But I like him going to the Yankees as well. Um, Moving on to the outfielders, let's start with a guy not necessarily associated with the best team ever. We got George Springer hitting the open market. We'll start uh, Miller. Yes, um, I honestly think this is a very dark horse, but I have going to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Only because they need a center fielder, and Marte is not a great center fielder. He is a second baseman, and I think Springer would fit right in as a right-handed hitter and a five-tool player just to replace someone as Goldschmidt, and they need a big bat like that. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I know I teased the Mets earlier with your Alito coming back, and I think this is where they come back. I think they totally splashed the cash this year. I think they get Rilnito, I think they get Springer, I think they might try and trade for some arms, and then I think they'll get hyped up in the offseason and miss the playoffs. I mean, sounds on brand for the Mets. Uh, Noah? So, I think George Springer is going to go to the White Sox. Later down the line, it will make a little more sense with the White Sox prediction for Springer. But I think that the White Sox are going to want to make another splash. And this is looking forward, but let's say they miss out on Bauer. I think they're going to put money on Springer. And the thing that you got Eloy Jimenez, I'm not completely uh, knowledgeable in that lineup, but I'm pretty sure he's a DH. He, he's not really that great with the glove. And I know you got uh, Robert in center, or Robert. Uh, but I think Springer would be comfortable moving to a corner position maybe there. And I just feel like George Springer to the White Sox would be great fit for him and he he would be great for them down the line looking at playoff runs he's been incredible in the playoffs and he might just be that bat they need for a playoff run luis robert i i hate the way that it's like robert it's um it just does not sound right especially i mean all of us are california people it just doesn't sound right but i have george springer to the mets i think him and that white Sox lineup would be lethal but I said uh, Steve, Stevie Cohen was going to let Real Muto uh, slip by him. He's not letting Springer by him. They have a gaping hole in center field. Conforto in right field, he's been a stud. Possibly uh, left field, it could be a combination of Dom Smith. Maybe J.D. Davids, obviously assuming the D.H. won't return, might have to see a little Dom Smith in the outfield. But... Look, I th- I think Springer's the best bat on the market. All he does is hit. Last year, he wasn't able to stay healthy the whole time, but there was a point where he looked like the MVP favorite. He does it all. It seems like a match made in heaven with the Mets, although I will say I would, l- I would honestly love to see him in that White Sox lineup. That would be so fun. But I do have him going to the Big Apple and not the Bronx side. Next, we got... Michael Brantley, uh, another guy from the uh, not-so-beloved Houston Astros. Noah? Uh, well, I've got him staying in Houston. Um, I just I think that Houston is going to give him the best deal, and fair reason. I just, I, I mean, they're going to lose Springer. They're going to want to retain Brantley. 
obviously they'll have Jordan healthy again next year. So I wouldn't say that's they'll be okay like letting Springer go. I don't think Springer's coming back. So I think they'll tell themselves, okay, we at least need to retain one, and they're going to keep Brantley in Houston. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, for me, looking through Brantley, there's one place that kind of screams out at me where he'd be a good fit. In fact, it's somewhere that we already know is a good fit for him because he's played there before and he's played well. So I think he goes back to Cleveland, somewhere with Simmons, someone where they don't have to pay him too, too much, and he can be a solid producer for them in the next maybe two or three years. Uh, Miller? Yeah, um, this guy is one of the most underrated hitters in baseball, and yes, I have him going to the Indians, and like you like to say, Jeremy, all he does is mash, and that's what the Indians need. All he does is mash. I I I like the Indians in principle. My thing with the Indians is I don't know how much Brantley can play the field, and then they already have a guy like Franmil Reyes. I mean, love the guy, but neither of those guys really can play the field much. So that creates a little conflict for me. I have him staying in Houston for that, you know, contributing to that. He really isn't much of an outfielder at this point. He's a DH. And with Springer likely to walk, they'll be able to keep him around, give him some money. I mean, Miller already took my line. All he does is hit. He was an all-star 2017, 2018, 2019. Didn't have one in 2020, but he he's, he's a staple. He's a staple. He's uh he's never going to be the best hitter in the lineup, but he's going to get you hits when you need it. And I like him staying with the Astros. Um, next, we have a guy coming off a massive breakout in 2020, Marcel Ozuna. Miller? Mr. Ozuna, I think he'll find himself nicely fitted with the Atlanta Braves once again with a three-year deal. Yeah. Uh, Noah? Um, as much as I like the reunion in Atlanta, well, not the reunion, but uh, the re-signing of uh, Ozuna in Atlanta, I think that the Nationals are going to throw some money at him, and I think he's going to end up accepting the deal. I think he's going to stay in the NL East, but I think the Nationals, in one of the weirdest spots in baseball, are going to decide, we're going to buy on this outfielder, they're going to buy on Ozuna, and they'll have a very lethal outfield if that happens. And, um, you know, reading some things, things are pointing to him maybe going to Washington. I think he's kind of a tough guy to predict because the Braves could throw a lot of money at him. But at the same time, you know, you're going to have other suitors. So he's kind of hard to predict. But I will say he's going to go to the Nationals. Jacob? Yeah, I'm actually going to agree on the Nationals. I think it creates... One weird outfield where with Ozuna and Soto, you can make an argument that you have two of the best hitters in baseball, yet neither of them are great fielders. And like we've touched on a little bit, we don't know if the DH will be in the National League next year. So that would create a really just an awkward outfield there. Both dudes in the corners can't really field. Um, But I think that the Nationals feel like they kind of have to contend now. They don't want to waste Soto's prime. So they're going to have to make a splash with someone and get someone who it feels like with Ozuna, and this isn't a good thing or a bad thing, that he cares about the money and hasn't necessarily been chasing going to contending teams. So I think he'll end up in D.C. So we're going to be split on this one. I have him returning to the Braves. I think the Nationals could make a lot of sense. 
And Ozuna's market, it's hard to predict. All of these guys, it's hard to predict with Corona. But specifically because of the DH, he's not much with the glove, which will limit his overall value. And the way that he had success this year in Atlanta, I think Atlanta will give him a little bit of money. I think he'll recognize the success he's had and try to keep that train rolling. So I have him staying um, in Atlanta, although I could definitely see him uh, taking a trip to D.C., um, next we got a, we got quite an interesting one. We have Mr. Jock Peterson. Let's see who, uh, who wants to go first? We'll go, no, Noah, go ahead. Well, you got, uh, Jock Peterson here, the former angel for about five days. Uh, I think with Marcelo Zuna leaving Atlanta, I think he is going to head to Atlanta because they're going to need to get an outfielder somehow. And, uh, I think Jock Peterson in Atlanta that sounds like a beautiful fit. And obviously, it's no Marcelo Zuna, but you have a bat that can he can elevate in the playoffs. He performs well in the playoffs. And I think at this point, the Braves are... They're, they're contenders. They're, they're deep contenders. They're one of the biggest National League contenders. And I think that their front office is going to have to look at, okay, we need a guy who's proven in the playoffs. And uh, I think they'll go for Jock as a replacement for Ozuna. Jacob... I think Jock ends up where he should have ended up almost a year ago, and I think he will end up with the Angels. I think Artie Moreno will come to his senses that maybe this is a player that he should have gotten a year ago, and we'll splash the cash on him this year to try and make up for that year. They missed with him, which to me seems like why the Angels keep digging themselves a bigger hole. Um, and sadly, we don't see Mike Trout in the playoffs, but... Little tease of a big starter going to them later. So I think that could help because that'd be filling one of their true needs instead of just getting luxury pieces like they keep doing. Oh, yeah. You could talk uh, You could talk with Noah all day about his love for Artie Moreno. But in the meantime, Miller, what are you thinking? Wherever this guy goes, he will not be a starting player. He just can't perform when it matters. But I do have him going to the White Sox, but not as an everyday starter. Yeah, I like him to the White Sox. Me and Noah were talking about this earlier, how the scariest thing ever would be if he somehow landed with the Cardinals because it would mix the like Cardinals playoff voodoo magic with Jocktober. It'd be, I mean, it, it would be a force to be reckoned with. Won't happen, though. I also have him going to the White Sox. He's not an everyday guy, but he always finds himself clutching up. And that big bat in the White Sox lineup, I'm, I'm a fan of it, I think. They've they've had Mazar around. Peterson might be a more boomer bust, but that bat it it's legit, and I think it, it makes a lot of sense on the south side. Um, next, I I technically included him with the outfielders, but obviously a DH. We have Nelson Cruz. Uh, this is awesome. This is the most power I ever have. I get to like choose which one of you go first. Miller, Miller, go ahead. <laughs> um. Oh, he's definitely saying with the twins and with this guy, age is just a number. I mean, he just again, like Jeremy likes to say, mashes every year. Couldn't have said it better myself, Jacob. I think he stays with the twins. He somehow found the fountain of youth, uh, and I think the twins want to capitalize on it. And there's no reason that to think that Nelly Cruz won't still be boomstick next year. So I think they'll resign him, keep him there. Uh, Noah. Like you guys said, there, there's no reason for him to leave Minnesota. I think he's going to stay with Minnesota. 
Yeah, I, I don't really see a scenario where he leaves. It doesn't make sense for either party. I'd love to see a good matchup of him versus Justin Verlander. Obviously, JV, we're not going to see it for a while. But that matchup of the two fine wines, one on the pitching side, one uh, at the plate. Um, But that concludes my list of, or our list of uh, hitters that we'll be discussing. And let, let's get right into the starting pitchers market. The biggest, maybe not the best player on the market, but definitely the biggest named player on the market. We have Trevor Bauer, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, uh, let's see. Jacob, go ahead. So I think he will go north of the border. I think we had someone going there before. I don't remember exactly who it was. But I think the Blue Jays feel like this year was kind of their warm-up year, that a weird year, didn't really have a home for a while, then had a kind of home in Buffalo. And so I think this year... Like we've put all the pieces together, we got our two playoff games in, trying to get a taste of it, and so they'll go out and splash the cash with Bauer this year, and feel like they have an ace to go with their young core. Uh, Miller. Uh, yeah, this goofball that is just like trolling every single team out there will eventually end up with the Angels with a big deal. He will not sign a single year, like all that nonsense. He will sign a big deal, and he will get paid. Lastly, Noah? Uh, I love Bauer going north of the border. I think that the Blue Jays, like you said earlier, um, they, they they need that pitcher. And I think they are willing to spend the money on Bauer. And I, I love the fit. I think, you know, that that would just that would put the Blue Jays over the edge. And uh, as an Angels fan, you know, I want Bauer to Anaheim. But realistically speaking, I think the Blue Jays are the best fit for him. And they can give him the money he wants. Knowing the guy, Trevor Bauer, I mean, look, I wouldn't be shocked if he went anywhere. Well, you know, maybe not Pittsburgh, but... Nothing's off the table with this guy. I I, could, I can't speculate on whether he'll take his uh, one year or if he'll keep going for a multi-year deal, but I like him ending up in Anaheim. It makes sense. They're a fringe contender that, you know, with a good offseason can be um, a playoff team that can make some noise. You have Mike Trout. You get to go to Southern California, but they're not like a bona fide team. He'd be the clear ace of the team. I think it makes a lot of sense to go to Anaheim. Although I will say I'm very intrigued by the possibility of Toronto. And he has been uh, mentioning Toronto a lot recently. So that's worth noting, I suppose. Um, What if he, like, I mean, I, we should probably move on. What if he just decides to keep holding out and, like, just hanging out until he feels like it? He's the kind of guy that it, he's going to have a market, but he'll just, like, like for the for the fun and for, like, the vlogs. He'll just... Longer before the... Before he signs, the more YouTube vlogs you can get in. Exactly. It's like the Dallas Keuchel situation, except you'll have a big active market. Yeah, exactly. That's what I remember. Before Keuchel signed with uh, the Braves that year, I saw him like uh, it was. I want it was like spring break, and I was in like Newport Beach, and he was just sitting there watching uh, the Final Four with his girlfriend. It's funny. Um, next, uh, opted out of the twenty twenty season. Due to COVID, we have Marcus Stroman. Let's see. Noah, go ahead. Now, I have the Angels missing out on Bauer, but I think here's where the Angels get their uh, big starter, this free agency class. I have Marcus Stroman going to Anaheim. 
you know, he's not necessarily going to be that dominant ace like Bauer could be, but the Angels need pitching, let's face it. And I think for the Angels, signing Marcus Stroman is is because you can put your other you can put other money into your bullpen. I think the Angels I mean, you got Artie Moreno. He he doesn't really know what he's doing, let's be honest. But I I really think that Marcus Stroman is going to go to the Angels and I think that that is a great fit for them. Like I said, not a dominant ace, but a guy who's going to get you a three, you know, maybe three to four ERA range. That's what the Angels need. And I think they'll probably give him somewhere around four years, 65 million, opposed to what Bauer could maybe want, like, I don't know, five years, 140 million, something like that. Bauer's going to want something very, he's going to want a big contract. I think the Angels can just go cheaper with Stroman. Uh, we'll throw it over to Jacob. I actually agree here. Stroman is the dude I think the Angels make a big splash on. And Stroman is a player, just going on a little tangent, is someone who totally, totally fascinates me. In this era of more strikeouts and just throwing gas and trying to get dudes to swing and miss, Stroman has a career sub-20% strikeout percentage. His whiff percentage is below league average. And yet 60% of the balls people put in play against him during his career are on the ground, are ground balls. And so I just think he's a fascinating pitcher where if you can maximize him, there's definitely something there. But also without the strikeout potential, he might have a serious amount of risk because if some of those balls go from hit on the ground to hit in the air, it's a lot, of, lot more runs he's given up. Yep. Miller? I have him going to the Angels only if the Angels do miss out on Trevor Bauer. But along with Stroman, the Angels will also sign Jake Odorizzi from the Twins if they miss out on Bauer. That's their top priority this offseason. He gets pitching, pitching, and pitching. Yeah, so I guess I'll be the odd one out. I have him returning to New York. I know he's had a weird run with the Mets. He was traded over, got hurt, you know, was rehabbing for this year, and then got hurt and just said, you know what, I'm just sitting this season out. The Mets are still going to need starting pitching, and I, I think it just makes a lot of sense for him to return. hes n- I don't know how, what exactly he's going to command off the market when we haven't seen him pitch in a very long time. You know, any team would, would probably want a guy like this. Jacob said it. He's kind of an anomaly for the time, but his highest ERA has been a, a 3.90. You, you know what you're getting from Stroman. He's a consistent guy. And I think it makes a lot of sense for him to return to the Big Apple. But it'll, it'll be a fun one to watch. I think the Angels would make a lot of sense, mainly dependent on Trevor Bauer. And then next we got uh, Kevin Gosman, uh, current, or I guess, uh, coming off the season with the San Francisco Giants. Oh, you, Jacob, I'll let you start this one. Yeah, I mean, I think Gosman is a. Uh good pitcher. I think he has been underrated. I don't know if he's necessarily underrated now, um, but I think there's a decent chance he accepts the qualifying offer with the Giants, and if not, I've heard rumblings that they are negotiating a longer-term extension. They just kind of gave this qualifying offer just in case, but I think one way or another, he ends up back in the city by the bay. Uh, Miller. Yeah, um, I do kind of like Mm. Yeah, I kind of do see this like go right back to the Giants. They need arms. Oh, uh, Noah. Yeah, I'm gonna agree here. I think if he doesn't take the qualifying offer, he'll he'll you know get another deal in place with the Giants. 
I don't see him leaving San Francisco. I think he's going to stay there. Yeah, I'm with all you guys. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, because unless he's negotiating a longer deal, it makes absolutely no sense for him to not take the qualifying offer. So we're all in agreement here. Next, we got one of my personal favorites. Charlie Morton had his option declined with the Rays. Now he's a free agent. Noah, go ahead. Well, I've got Charlie Morton going to the uh, New York Mets. I think um, it, it's just a good fit. I mean, Morton's an East Coast guy. He's made it clear he wants to stay on the East Coast. And uh, why not the Mets? I, I think the Mets are going to have quite a fascinating offseason. And, you know, that would be a really good arm for them, especially saying they lose Stroman. You know, he's, he's a replacement for at least a year, and they can figure things out after Morton. But for a year, it seems seems reasonable that uh, Charlie Morton goes to the Mets. Yep. Miller? This guy's saying that the Rays, without a doubt, like I, I just can't see him in another uniform. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, at this point, I think he goes up uh, to the Twin Cities, to the Twins. I think he gives them another arm there um, with him. And with uh, Barrios and with all the arms the Twins have, I think they're going to try and get a bunch of starters to go maybe five innings, not actually too long, and then piece together around them. So I think they will want a lot of depth in starters, and so I think they'll be able to get um, Morton. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm saying Charlie Morton to the Mets to go along even with Marcus Stroman. This guy, it's not going to be a big money move, but he, you want if if the Mets are trying to make that move to the playoffs, he didn't get to go that game seven, but he's one of the top guys I'd want with the ball in a postseason game. He he struggled to really stay healthy. He didn't have a great twenty twenty campaign. Couldn't stay entirely healthy, but he was coming off a great. 2019, been having a great run. I'm a big, big fan of Charlie Morton. He's not coming to San Diego, but I it'd be awesome if he if he did. I just think the Mets make a lot of sense. He's not quite the inning eater. He might have been the way that uh, if 2020 is any indication. I he's he's a veteran that just fits on this staff well, in my opinion. So I'm going to the Mets. Um. We got another giant that would be the left-hander Drew Smiley. Jacob, it's a giant. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, I have no idea where Drew Smiley is going to go. I don't really think he uh, goes back to the Giants. I have another catcher on this list going to the Giants. I think Drew Smiley goes back to the Phillies. They could use more arms. It feels like they're pitching. However hyped up they are, is never actually that good. So I think they'll try and stockpile another lefty arm. Yep. Uh, Noah? I really don't have much on this guy. I mean, if you think of teams that need pitchers, you could say, like he said, the Phillies, the Angels. I, I don't really know on him. But uh, I'll just say, I guess I'll just go with the Phillies, like you said. I don't really know much on Drew Smiley. I don't think he'll have that action in the market. Uh, Miller? Yeah, I don't really know much about Drew Smiley either. I'll have him go to the Phillies too, I guess. I'll, uh, I feel like a lot of times I've been the outlier. I'll throw him to the Twins. Twins could use another arm. You know, you can never go wrong with a lefty. I'll say Twin Cities for Drew Smiley. Next one, longtime Yankee, Masahiro Tanaka. Go ahead, Miller. 
I think this guy was fine with a KBO team. I think he won't stay in America. Interesting, uh, no? Uh, with Tanaka, I just, I, I don't, I don't really know, again, because the thing about Tanaka is, you know, he, he could go overseas, but, um, just for the sake of making this simple, I'm just going to say he goes back to the Yankees, because I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like he'll just go back to New York. Uh, Jacob? Yeah, I'm agreeing with Noah here, I think, similar to Mayhew. The Yankees feel like they have the roster they need to make a push, and if someone becomes available in a free agency or via trade that they thought they might be able to get, they'll go after him. But if not, they'll just try and retain the team they had this year, and that includes Tanaka in the starting rotation. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to really see a perfect fit for Tanaka outside of New York, so I'm with you guys. I'm leaving him in the Bronx. Next, we have a major bounce-back candidate, that being... Former Cy Young winner Corey Kluber. Hmm. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> I like Corey Kluber to Atlanta. I think that would be very interesting. You know, Atlanta loves their one years, and uh, you know why not Corey Kluber? I mean, I think they can take a chance on him, and um, perfectly reasonable. I mean, if you look at him, he was dominant. I want to say from twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen. He, you know, I'm pretty sure he won a Cy Young in Cleveland. I mean, this guy isn't too far removed from being one of the best pitchers in baseball. I think the Braves will understand that, and they're going to take a chance on him. And if he pans out, he could be very, very valuable down down the line in the playoff run. Yeah. Uh, before we go to the next person, fun fact. Had a zero ERA in 2020, and he actually did throw an inning. The more you know. Uh, Miller? <laughs> Um, I am going to the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox need pitching more than anything. Uh, Jacob? Do we have you here, Jacob? Yes, I was on mute. Um, Sorry about that. I do think he's going to go back to the AL Central, but I think it's going to be with a different team. I think he's going to the Twins. Similar with my reasoning for Morton, I think they just want to stockpile arms. Um, try and because they've had all the success one could want in the regular season recently. Um, they just haven't been able to get over the hump in the postseason um, at all in recent years. And so I think they're just going to try and stockpile as many arms, uh, throw them against the wall, and see what sticks. Yeah, no kidding. I have, so I have them actually going to Washington. Uh, the Nationals are in a tough spot, but I kind of like them giving a chance to Kluber. They have talented arms around him. Not they're not they don't have the depth that they've quite had in the past. He gets a chance to build up some value in Washington. If they're playing better than last year, you know, they keep him, you know, in hopes of going to the postseason. If not and he's having a better year, they can uh flip him for, you know, some more assets. So I like him going to Washington. Uh last starting pitcher on this list and like we had Miller Miller uh, referenced, uh, sorry, <laughs> referenced Jay Goderizzi. There are hundreds on hundreds, you know, metaphorically speaking, of starting pitchers available, so I condensed it the best I could. Last one being Taiwan Walker traded to the Blue Jays at the trade deadline this year. Uh, uh, Miller. Well, like all former Arizona Diamondbacks, they pan it out to the amazing players. 
So I think I have this guy going back to Toronto. Uh, Jacob. Yeah, I teased earlier that I think the Giants are going to get an arm. I think it is going to be Walker. Uh, I think he's similar to Gosman in that he's kind of just a flyer they can sign for a year or two and hope he turns out. If he doesn't, there's not too much risk. And if he does, either they'll have something or they'll be able to trade him as it looked like the Giants might have done with Gosman. But they didn't do, I think, in large part due to the shortened season. No. Uh, I like Walker to the Nationals for the same reason you like Kluber to the Nationals. I think that, uh, you know, they can take a chance on him. And if he's doing really well, they can get asked to the trade deadline. Or if they see themselves in a position to contend yet again, then they'll just roll with him. I, I just, I think for the Nationals, it makes sense. Taiwan Walker, I like him going, um, I like him going up to Chicago, that being the White Sox. The White Sox have... They have Lucas Giolito. Dallas Keuchel's looked good. They have some solid young arms, but they could definitely use another piece in that rotation. I think Taiwan Walker, he looked very, very good last year when he moved to Toronto. He's looked, you know, he's had his flashes. He's been a bit up and down in terms of staying healthy and such. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of Taiwan Walker, and I think it would make a lot of sense uh, sign a deal to join that Chicago White Sox rotation. That will conclude our starting pitchers. Moving on to the bullpen, we'll start it off with, I mean, I would say the best reliever on the market being Liam Hendricks. We'll, uh, Jacob, he's from the Bay Area. Why not? Yeah, I think it'd be fun uh, to be able to watch Hendricks every night when the A's are on, but I think he's going to go to the Phillies. I think they're getting impatient. They signed Harper. They have all these big deals, and they don't have much to show for it. So I think... They're just going to try and do what they can to contend this year. Similar to the Mets, I'm not sure it'll be enough. I just think the Braves might be too good. Um, but I believe Hendricks going to the city brother of love. Uh, we'll throw it to Noah. I also like Hendricks to the Phillies um, for the same reasons. I think you know they got all those big contracts, and I think they, they you know they need bullpen help. And obviously Hendricks is a premier guy, and uh, you know. They'll be willing to throw money at him. So I, I say why not? Hendricks to Philly. Hendricks to Philly. Yeah. Um, Miller? Uh, yeah, I am also um, I am Liam Hendricks um, going to Philadelphia, too. God, this happens a lot. I'm the outlier. I think if Artie Moreno is going to throw some money at Trevor Bauer, possibly some offensive guys, why not go for the whole cake? I got Liam Hendricks to the Los Angeles Angels. They don't they don't care about money. They've recently ignored their uh pitching issues. I don't think they do it this year. They'll write a empty check for Liam Hendricks and he'll uh he'll put whatever number he thinks is fair on there. Uh give give him to the Angels. Noah, for your sake, I I really hope it materializes. It's painful watching some of the Angels pitching. I definitely hope he uh comes to Anaheim. Um, next, got former Padre, also, more notably, I suppose, former Cleveland Indian had his, uh, option decline that would be left-hander Brad Hand. Noah? Uh, I like Hand at Houston. Um, you know, I don't have too much on this from a personal opinion, more so just everything seems to be pointing Hand to, uh, Houston, so I, I guess I'll just go with it. I got Brad Hand going to the Astros. Miller? 
Um, I do have Brad Hand going to the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to sign a big free agent this season, sadly, and it's going to be Brad Hand. Mr. Siegel? So I agree that uh, Hand is going to come to the NOS, but I actually think it's going to be to my Giants. Um, I just think that they have a bunch of dudes in the bullpen who can be on, can be off, but they just don't have confidence in them, and so they want that guy to lock down. Maybe Brad Hand can be what some Giants fans always thought Tony Watson could be. In a lefty, they can get lefties and righties out. Uh, maybe be the closer, a la Will Smith, and see what happens from there. I absolutely adore Brad Hand. I love Brad Hand from when he was here and beyond. But I, I, I'm kind of with Noah. I've been hearing a lot of rumblings about him and Houston. It makes sense they're going to be losing Roberto soon. Whether they retain him or not, he's you know he's going to be down with an arm injury. I think it makes a lot of sense for them to add in that shutdown lefty in Brad Hand. Next, we have undoubtedly my favorite player on this entire list. That would be former All-Star Kirby Yates. Well, uh, I'll throw it to you, Noah. Well, I uh, I see Kirby going back to San Diego. I, you know, I'm pretty sure he, he loves it there. Said he loves him. Uh, you know, he's just a good fit there. Also, coming off surgery, you know, he's going to have a market, but I think the Padres are going to feel comfortable giving him a decent amount of money. And Well, when I say decent, I mean it relative to his market. But um, I, I, I just, I see him going back to San Diego. Jacob? Yeah, I hate to agree so much. doesn't make for a good podcast, but I'm going to agree again. Uh, I just think that Kirby Yates, I don't think he's going to have a ton of a market because uh, he didn't get to pitch much this year, and when he did, he wasn't very good. Um, And so I think he's going to go back to the Padres on kind of a one-year prove-it deal. Yeah. Miller? We got you, Miller? again, huh? We we have you here? Kirby Yates? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, just making sure. Yeah, I have him going to the Padres um, for a one-year deal because people aren't always the same after surgery, so you never know with this guy. I think some form of teams would be interested in Brad Hand or not Brad, Kirby Yates, but when you have guys like Liam Hendricks, and some other guys we'll talk about. There's a little more uncertainty with Kirby Yates. He's de- decently older than a lot of these options coming off surgery. I, th- I think he stays with the Padres. He loves San Diego. I can't really imagine him in somewhere like Boston or anywhere like that. So I'm saying Kirby Yates stays in San Diego. And sticking on uh, Padres back-end relievers, acquired by my San Diego Padres at the deadline, that would be Trevor Rosenthal. I'll throw it over to Miller. Miller? Padres aren't going to sign Kirby Ace. Hello? You here? Hello. Hi. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal. Um, yeah, um, I think he's going to go to Fenway. I don't see the Padres signing two relief pitchers that are probably going to be asking for a decent price. Yeah. Noah? Well, I'm I'm sorry to say this, Jeremy, but uh, I think Trevor Rosenthal is going to come to Anaheim. You know, I think the Angels might miss out on Hendricks' hand, but I think you know 
it's going to come down to they'll give Rosengal a little more money because they don't get a guy like Hendricks. And I think he'll be uh, willing to move a little up north. Uh, you know, I know San Diego loves him and he loves San Diego, just like Yates. But I think the Angels will be able to do what it takes to get him. Jacob? I think Rosenthal will stay with the Padres also. I think uh, similar to the Blue Jays, the Padres kind of felt like this year was kind of their trial run. They liked what they had, and so they're going to try and run it back this year with as much of the same group as they can. Trevor Rosenthal is staying in San Diego. He loves Lolitas. We'll pay him in Lolitas, burritos, and all that good stuff. He'll have a market. He's a you know hard-throwing guy that, for a while, he was very, very good with St. Louis. Had a couple hiccups last couple years. Totally reestablished himself this year. Just, you know, he's going to make some money, but still with the corona market and there being really a number of capable arms on the market, I think the Padres can afford both him and Kirby, although... You know, there's a decent chance that one of them goes. I, I do like Trevor Rosenthal staying in San Diego. Uh, next, we got a uh, closer from the White Sox, Alex Colome. Uh, throw it over to Noah. I have him staying in uh, Chicago. I I mean, I, I don't really see him leaving. There's, there's not much of a reason. I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he stays, stays in Chicago. Yep. Jacob? Yeah, not much to add there. I think he stays with the White Sox. They, I think, are in a similar boat. I know I've been saying this, but to the Padres and the Blue Jays, where they kind of used this past year to feel stuff out, now they're ready to compete. Miller? Yeah, I have him um, staying with the White Sox. It just doesn't make any sense for him to leave. Uh, yeah, I, f- I feel that, too. White Sox gonna, you know, they need to maintain that pitching. Doesn't make a lot of sense for Colomay to leave and them to find another guy. I think Colomay stays um, with the Sox. Next, we got a bit of an interesting guy to project. Ken Giles, likely out for um, all of next season with surgery, but still uh, will be a notable name on the market. Well, uh, I'll throw it over to Jacob. Yeah, so... um... I think this is where the Dodgers get their guy. They try and buy low. Um, Kenley Jansen is washed, as we all know. Yeah, shout out um, uh, Mike Golub. And so I think they try and get themselves a right-handed reliever who they can trust. And so we'll see if they can come to trust uh, Giles, but I think they at least give it a shot. Uh, Miller? I have going to the desert. Um, they buy cheap players for cheap prices, and this guy will be cheap because he has surgery all next season. Like you said, and I think he in that struggling bullpen in the desert. No. Well, um, I think you know the Angels uh, are gonna are gonna look at Giles. Um, I mean, they obviously need all kinds of pitching, and I think. They'll be willing to sacrifice this season to maybe get Giles at a lower price, um, because you know, twenty twenty two is probably more of a realistic uh, competing year for the angel, contending year for the Angels, and I think hopefully they can come to their senses and say, all right, well, let's get a piece for twenty twenty two, and a guy who probably will be a piece in twenty twenty two, 
So let's sign Giles on a two-year, pay him this year, and then, you know, obviously he'll be in play in 2022. Yeah, so obviously he's a reliever, but what made, you know, a similar deal to this was when the Padres signed Garrett Richards, knowing he was going to miss basically all of last season. He ended up throwing a couple innings in September. You're paying two years for one year of the guy. I actually like a lower-tier team like the Miami Marlins. They, they're not going to have a lot of money on the payroll. I don't think they're going to expect to maintain the success they had this uh, past season. But they can throw a little bit of money at Giles. It's not going to be anything incredible. They're, will, they're willing and patient to have him fully rehab and come back and be one of their top guys when they're closer to uh, legitimate contention. So I have Ken Giles wearing that. Ugly, you know, Marlins colors. I mean, I don't know. You guys can feel free to disagree. I'm not a fan of the Marlins unis. And just to throw something at Giles, uh, similar to what you said about the Marlins, I could also see the Mariners taking a chance on him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got we got three more to go finishing off with some relievers. I have uh, Shane Green. I'll let, uh, I'll let Miller go first. Well, I like, similar to Hendricks, I like Shane Green to the Phillies. Historically bad bullpen. They're going to need bullpen arms, and I think Green, you know, I'm pretty sure he had some, he had a little bit of a rough stint with uh, Mana after he was phenomenal in Detroit, the trade, the trade dead by an acquisition. Uh, you know, I think the Phillies are going to hope to get him back to uh, how he looked in Detroit, and I think they can, and uh, I think they'll take a chance on him. Yeah. Uh, Miller? Yes, um... You here? Yeah. On their market, Mark Melanson and Shane Green. Can you hear me? Yes, gotcha. Sorry, you, you cut out a little bit. Uh, and um, I do have to the Angels, and I think I don't see Mark Melanson on your list. Um, I just think Mark's going to stay with the Braves, so they're going to sign one of them. Jacob? Yeah, so uh, Green is a little tease. I have his one of two uh, remaining relievers going to Chicago, I think, with Craig Kimball. Uh, struggles this year, and with Bryant and Rizzo and Bias all getting a little bit older, the Cubs think their time to contend is now, and so they're going to push all their chips in with in terms of the bullpen and get uh, Shane Green, and then one other guy that I'll tease a little coming up. Um, I'm having Shane Green go to the Phillies. You guys have thrown a couple more guys at the Phillies prior. Um, it's It's simple. They were awful. Shane Green, he wasn't incredible entirely with the Braves. He had a better year. This 2020 wasn't phenomenal in the second half, but he's still overall been a very um, productive reliever. So I I have him going to the Philadelphia Phillies, second to last. We have a bounce-back candidate and left-hander, Sean Doolittle. Noah? Well, I've got two little coming to the Angels. Uh, I think the Angels have kind of, I've been repeating myself with these bullpen arms for the Angels, but well, repeating these bullpen guys to the Angels. But uh, I think Sean Doolittle is another guy that the Angels are going to look at and say, well, you know, he's been very good, had a down year, might as well take a chance on him. You got to get pitching somehow. And, uh, you know, as an Angels fan, I really hope they sign Doolittle. And I think it's pretty realistic. I think we'll get Sean Doolittle. Uh, Jacob? I think Sean Doolittle comes back to the Bay and back to the A's. Um, I think that trust is there with them. I think they've turned some teams off with how he performed this year. I think he 
um, and he'd change the scenery, and so I think coming back to somewhere where he's had success makes a lot of sense. Miller? Yeah, I kind of have this guy going to the Angels, too. Um, he's 34 years old. He's not going to get paid a lot, um, but he's a he still does his job. He gets out. He gets saves. He, he's a good reliever still, but he's not going to make a lot of money, and with the Angels getting a lot of other players, I think... He's just is the cherry of the cake. I think it makes a lot of sense to the Angels. This isn't necessarily a perfect one. And ultimately, I think, look, it's the Angels. The Angels, we've been talking about this forever, that they're going to sign these arms. So it's one of those maybe we should wait for it to happen. But I also have him headed to Los Angeles or Anaheim, whichever you care. His last two seasons haven't been great. This year was disastrous. He only threw seven innings and gave up, what, uh, six six or so runs through it. 2019, he wasn't, at, he wasn't great, but he was stellar in 2018. Really good in 2017 between the A's and Nationals. Uh, uh, look, left-handed relievers are hard to come by, and no, he didn't look like a great one last year, but the Angels definitely worth taking the flyer on Doolittle. And then lastly, definitely not the biggest free agents of all. Maybe I could have structured this so we had more of a thud at the end. But it's Blake Trinan, sinker baller from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Miller, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, um, I think this guy is good. As much as he is like, who are you? And... Nobody knows who this guy is. And since there's so many other big relievers on the market, this guy's just going to be a very big underdog, and all the top guys are just going to be distractions towards this guy. So I have him going to Arizona. Arizona, all right. Uh, Noah. I like like trending to the uh, Mariners. Uh, it, there's not much much to it, more so. I just, you know, got to give the team, you know, Seattle some love. They've, they've had enough pain. You know, might as well give him a reliever. <laughs> Jacob? Yeah, so uh, earlier, if you remember, I teased that I think two relievers are going to the Cubs. Shane Green is one, and as Jeremy said, this is the last reliever and last player we have left, so I think Blake Trinan is also going to go to the Cubs. Uh, kind of a foil to the big curveball that Kimbrell has. Trinan will get you the sinker. He's more of a sinker baller, throws hard. Um, and so I think he'll fit in nicely there if he can perform as he has uh, recently. Yeah, I love Blake Trinan to the Cubs. It makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, not a super consistent bullpen, and he had a he didn't have his best 2019. And he's not, you know I don't think he's quite what he was in 2018 when he had a sub one ERA, was the best reliever in baseball. You know, not much of a question. But he's a guy that can get outs. He's not necessarily a closer, but he's a great 7-8. He's going to get the job done, and that's the kind of guy I think they need in Chicago. This time, the Cubs, of course, to, you know, give give one of those last runs with their aging core. But that'll just about do it, ladies and gentlemen. We've gone through, you know, I didn't go through these guys and count them, but a, a heck of a lot of free agents between the four of us. And I want to thank you guys for joining. And I'm trying to think, is there anything else we need to go over? I feel like we kind of hit everything. I think we got it all. 
Awesome. Do we have a... Right, I'll wait to do my shameless plug. And you guys have anything you need to plug? Not for me. I'm good. All right. Fair enough. So, as always, check out the blog, theredshirt.blog. I'll probably have this written up in post form later. As well, check out the Instagram, the.redshirt. Always posting whenever upload a podcast or a blog post. You know, throw throw a follow to the Red Shirt blog on Twitter. That's what, at the Red Shirt blog. Maybe it'll inspire me to use it a little bit. Uh, but that's, that's just about all we have today for this episode of the Red Shirt podcast. Thank you guys for joining us.